Close your eyes and imagine what it looks like to be strong. What came to mind? Muscle? Grit? Perseverance? What about vulnerability? It's not usually the first thing we associate with being strong, but the Bible tells us strength actually comes from embracing our weaknesses. In 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9 to 10, the Apostle Paul writes, The Lord said, My grace is all you need. Only when you are weak can everything be done completely by my power. So I will gladly boast about my weaknesses. Then Christ's power can stay in me. Yes, I am glad to have weaknesses if they are for Christ. I am glad to be insulted and have hard times. I am glad when I am persecuted and have problems because it is when I am weak that I am really strong. If you don't feel this way about your weaknesses, don't worry. Paul didn't feel this way at first either. In fact, he spent a lot of his life deeply proud, working hard, but missing out on the power and purpose God had planned for him. Let's see how this self-reliant, self-righteous man started embracing vulnerability and became one of the strongest, most influential spiritual leaders in the New Testament. When we first meet Paul in the book of Acts, he's known as Saul, a member of the strict religious group called the Pharisees. Saul thinks that those who follow Jesus are wrong, and he violently hunts them down, even sending some of them to a brutal death. Paul recounts this time of his life to a leader of that day, King Agrippa, in Acts 26, verses 11 to 14. Many a time I went from one synagogue to another to have them punished, and I tried to force them to blaspheme. I was so obsessed with persecuting them that I even hunted them down in foreign cities. On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. About noon, as I was on the road, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Okay, quick farming lesson. Goads were sharp sticks that farmers used to guide oxen where they needed to go. When the oxen resisted and kicked against where they were being guided, they would end up in more pain than if they had just accepted the path they were on. Though Saul may have appeared strong, he had strong emotion, strong ambition, and even a strong desire to do what he thought was right, his best efforts to control the spread of Christianity were failing. He couldn't do what he was trying to do. Have you ever been there? Trying to be and do the best, but it never seems to be enough? How do you handle those feelings of weakness and powerlessness? Often, they drive us to things like anger, ambition, and a desperate desire for control. Saul was so obsessed with being right that he didn't care who he hurt or who he became along the way. He was on a painful path, kicking against God's plan for him. Luckily, God intervened. Acts 26, verse 15 to 19. Then I asked, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, the Lord replied. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. 
I am sending you to them to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. Saul had caused a lot of grief and pain, but God didn't give up on him or condemn him. Instead, he rescued Saul from the hard path he was walking down and gave him a new purpose. He also equipped him with a greater source of power and strength than anything Saul knew in the past, the grace of God. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 9 to 10. All the other apostles are greater than I am. I say this because I persecuted the church of God. That is why I am not even good enough to be called an apostle. But because of God's grace, that is what I am. And his grace that he gave me was not wasted. I worked harder than all the other apostles, but I was not really the one working. It was God's grace that was with me. Saul went on to be known as Paul and become one of the most influential forces in leading the first churches. Through the rest of his life, his strength and impact came not from his ability, effort, or talent, but from vulnerability, his willingness to open up his heart about his weaknesses, sins, and his need for God. 1 Timothy 1, verse 12 to 16. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ. In my insolence, I persecuted his people, but God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that come from Christ Jesus. This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. Equipped with strength from God, Paul was freed up to share who he really was. His vulnerability was unstoppable. His life began to spread hope and continues to today. Let's pause and reflect. It's very easy to search for strength in the wrong places, thinking that toughing it out, putting up a front, or proving ourselves is the path to true strength. But like Paul, what we really need is God's grace in our weakness. We can be real about who we are and embrace our weaknesses, trusting that God's love and purpose will fill us with strength we never could have found on our own. Take some time to write down the things that might make you feel weak. Maybe they're mistakes you've made or continue to make. Maybe they're limitations or circumstances that make you feel like you're always one step behind others in life. What would your life look like if you vulnerably opened your heart to God and discovered how much He cares about you, is interested in you, and has a plan for you? What would it look like if you trusted God to make you strong? Check out the scriptures in the show notes that give more examples of Paul finding strength in embracing his weaknesses. That wraps up the podcast for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave us a nice review. Have any questions or stories you want to hear? Drop us a line at podcast at deepspirituality.com. This mini quiet time is a Deep Spirituality original podcast. It was written by Alexis Colvin, produced by Kenzo Chua, and voiced by me, Amy Query.